Are you a bride chilla or groom chilla? Spend 30 minutes with Bride Chilla podcast host Alicia and you will be. So let's get planning. Big welcome to today's show. I'm Alicia, the host, and I am very excited about today's topic because Biatches, step back. I am talking about wedding forums, and this has been a bit of a pet topic of mine, more out of a morbid fascination of how some, and we're using quotes here, some wedding forums are a complete fucking travesty, abomination of shit people. And I just I just want to start today's episode by saying I've spent a lot of time lurking on quite a few different wedding forums recently, and by no means am I talking about all of the forums and all of the people that participate in wedding forums. This is more just a general overview and looking at some specific areas that I find particularly interesting, and uh, I really wanted to comment about this. I put out a call a couple of weeks ago on Instagram and Facebook, and it's been really great to hear your feedback because I think the Bride Chiller community, one thing we do really well is being welcoming and supportive without being too schmushy about it, which is not a bad thing. I'm, I'm, you know, I tell it like it is. I like a bit of a swears. I am always up for people saying, I don't agree with you, Alicia, but also I just try and give my opinion. It doesn't mean it's always right. What really interests me about this topic is that wedding forums in general are sort of the places that a lot of people go as soon as they get engaged and they join a community. And it's all about building friendships and getting advice and being able to share openly and ask questions and get help. Because like I say, for the last 234 episodes, for many of us planning a wedding isn't a natural state of mind. We haven't done it before. We're not event planners. There's a lot of pressure, a lot of questions. And what really works, and I think what works about this podcast is that I share real brides and grooms stories, questions, qualms, and you realize that you're not in this alone and you've all got very similar situations where you can help each other out. So that's what really appeals to me about wedding forums. And what can really work about wedding forums is that you can put a question out there and you can receive a response from a person that's in a very similar situation or has a different perspective, which is fundamentally what works about this podcast. So I think that wedding forums, forums in general, are great. I think it is an opportunity for people from all over the world in all different time zones with all different backgrounds and opinions, we go back to that word again, to share what they think. And by participating in forums, you put yourself out there to receive responses that you might not necessarily agree with, which is a very democratic, open world view, which I fully support. So before I receive criticism, which I'm sure I will about this episode, I'm not saying I'm that we can't have free speech and we can't react to things. It's more just, it seems to me that a lot of wedding forums have become a sheltered workshop for fuckheads where they decide to be very heavy handed on the personal judgments about people's looks, about their behaviors and choices that they make. And I've been witnessing this stuff. I've been lurking uh, for the past month or so on wedding forums, trying to really understand the ethos and the attitude that some people have. Now, like any situation, depending on who you are, your attitude, how you communicate, what you put out there, you're going to have a very different experience to the person next door to you. So 
what we're going to talk about today, it might not be relevant specifically to you in your current state, but also I think it's a really important discussion to have about where we're at with the world we're in. And uh, if you're planning a wedding, I'm sure you've seen some of this shit online. And it's about, do we want to participate? Do we just want to bail? Do we want to call people on this shit? Do we want to uh, come together and be better, better people without sounding wanky? To start with, what brought this topic to my attention was that I have been, I've been participating in chats on the Reddit or Reddit forums, which I actually find the probably the coolest wedding forums out there, very like-minded bride chillery people. They don't take any shit. And if anyone starts to rag on other people, they shut them down quite quickly. Whereas reading and following links to other major wedding forums, such as Wedding Wire, Wedding Bee and The Knot, I have seen some stuff that I am pretty sad about, really. And also just a bit confused as to why people react this way. So today's episode is not just necessarily 30 minutes of me ragging on wedding forums. It's more unpacking why we react a certain way and also about some of the topics that they seem to be like pressure points of people to go absolutely nuts and be very judgy. One thing that, well, a couple of things that I'd like to share with you before I kick off is that I joined a lot of these forums and I've been trying to ask people to participate and say, look, if you've been bothered on these forums, could you send me a message? Could you send me an email? And in three of the forums, the moderators have removed my comments. They did not want me to participate. And I haven't been like saying, is this a bad place? It was a simple, hello, I host a podcast. Love to hear your feedback. If you want to be take part, get in touch. If not, have a great day. Bye. And uh, one of them, actually on Wedding Wire, I was sort of, <laughs> I'm like, listen, you guys know me. I'm like, fucking bring it. If you want to have a go at me, I will, I will take it and then use it against you on a podcast. But one of the girls wrote back and I hear everything in like a mean girl's voice. And really it's giving them too many points for saying things thinking that they are of the mean girl status but one of the girls like who are you anyway (laughs) and I'm like I host a podcast you're welcome to listen to it if you like you might need some help I didn't say that because I'm not a mean girl but I thought that and then I pressed enter and then I removed myself from the forum so I just wanted to say I've really been trying to do my research and get people to participate from all walks of life I don't want people to feel like I'm just being miss negative Nelly about this stuff I also want to say that the power of being a part of a forum is the little red Xbox at the top of your screen. You can walk away. You don't have to read their shit or participate. You can come to the Bride Chiller Facebook page or Instagram or uh, all those sort of supportive places. Join the Reddit forum and you will find a much more different vibe. So firstly, if you're on these forums and you're getting shit for saying things, then leave. Just don't participate. I do have a problem with when I started looking further into these forums, people sort of saying, stop calling me a bully. I'm not a bully. Bullies in real life are intimidating. Bullies in real life will keep going and pressure you. And they're all putting quotes of what bully, the word bully means from the dictionary. And it's like, okay, firstly, I feel like you're being defensive because you possibly are a bully. And also spending the time writing definitions of bully when, you know, you're on a wedding forum to talk about wedding stuff and they start sort of creating 
threads that are all about dissing other brides because that bride dared to say that they didn't agree with their opinion. So they sort of start, start these stalker threads, which is a real thing. And I found that a little shit, to be honest. So I wanted to uh, share an email. I've got a couple of emails, actually. Thank you for your responses. It's been very interesting. This uh, first email comes from the lovely listener, Jenny, who is also on the Reddit forums. She said, hello, I'm Jenny. Uh, She says, recently... You were talking about bullying in wedding forums. Wedding Wire is having an absolute meltdown, including people using phrases like tacky as fuck. And uh, she says, can I say, this makes you look cheap and your guests will agree. And arguing about whether or not you call an idea cunty, but not a person. I thought you'd be interested. It seems like an utterly toxic environment, but there is some world-class Mean Girl-style drama going on there today. And then she linked, and I will happily link to this in the show notes, to a new post that was created by a forum moderator saying that uh, they have started new community guidelines in the forums. And to which, (laughs) like this is a cracking read. If you just want to read some pretty full-on comments. Basically, they the first the post was saying we want this community to be a place where people enjoy coming along. We are going to moderate the use of uh, angry and abusive and uh, you know nasty comments. We want people to respect each other, but feel free and feel open to be honest. But we have to moderate things because people are finding it really hard to be happily involved in this community to which there are and on the day I'm recording this I'm sure it'll go up over 660 comments from people who are going feral and uh, you know it's interesting some people are very positive and saying this is great but then other people are getting angry because they're like I don't want to be moderated I want this to be a place of free speech but then it seems to me the people when I click through to their their sort of, uh, you know, comments. These are the people that are the ones that are being absolute assholes. I'd like to share a couple of the comments with you because I think it gives you the tone. Uh, this, I'm not even going to read her name because she sounds like a tool. She says, we're turning wedding wire into wedding bee. I don't know what that means. Only happy, loving, sparkly unicorn princess comments are allowed. If you don't shit glitter on everyone, you are out. So basically, Wedding Wire, you actually do want the users to fart out sprinkles and rainbows? Got it. Hey guys, Wedding Wire wants us to be liars. Who's in? Then there's a lovely message from a bride called Laura. She says, thank you for this. I came to this forum simply looking for unbiased advice and I got pretty upset with some of the replies I received to be to an honest, open question slash situation. I previously posted about this should be a place where you can find help and be lifted up during this exciting yet stressful time, not judged from behind a computer screen by someone who knows nothing about you and your situation. Uh, And I feel like Laura should just come and be a bride chiller. She seems like a part of our crew. I don't think I'm going to give much more time to this page, but it's, you know, it was interesting just to see how quickly people went nutso when they decided to put a little bit of a a warning up to say, please don't be an asshole. When I was talking to Rich about this subject and uh, saying I'd like to just commit a bit of time to talk about why we're so um, obliged sometimes, I feel like trying to drill down a little bit and see why people react the way they do from both sides uh, of the planning 
forums, what am I trying to say, both sides of the computer screens, Rich reminded me of a wonderful episode of South Park where they were talking about the internet and your safe space and uh, how we have become hypersensitive to people trolling and being douchebags and how it is like I said before, one of those situations where if you're being bothered by someone online, especially in a forum where you're lingering and you're choosing to be, and they're not, I'm, and I'm not talking about someone that is trolling you, is in stalking you on social media and being aggressive and in your face and you can't get rid of them. I'm more talking about going to forums and feeling uncomfortable and that you can leave and you can choose not to participate in the forums anymore or, or, or wherever the, the websites that you're going to. But this episode of South Park had a great song. I just want to share, before we go to the break, just share a little bit of this song. And it's all about Cartman feeling offended about topics, subjects online, people bullying him, and he's found his safe space. It's very funny. If you do not like me, you are not allowed in my safe space. space. Look and you will see. There's a very select crowd in your sex space. People that support me mixed in with more people that support me and say nice things. Rainbows all around me. There is no shame in my sex space. Fully proof window. Yeah, that doesn't exist. So uh, I think it's the internet is a bit of a problem. If you want to save space, then don't be on it. That's just my observation. After the break, I want to come back and I want to talk about some of the hot topics that seem to always cause shit on these forums because I think we can unpack them and figure out some of the solutions. These are the the things like people asking questions about not having booze at weddings and etiquette. Oh my God, people get so angry about etiquette. And I love talking about these subjects. talking all about uh, wedding forums, the places that we lurk and we learn things. Sometimes we are annoyed by the things that people say. Sometimes we find the most amazing uh, links, testimonials. They are not all bad places. And I certainly don't want people to get the impression that I'm down on them. I'm a Debbie Downer on the wedding forums. But I am very interested in the weird vibes that sometimes come from the wedding forums and what topics really get people going. It's fascinating. And I see in a way while I've been hanging around and lurking like a Larry Loser on these forums, not really participating, but just reading and watching some of the pressure points that people go through. And really, I just want to jump on and go, come to us, come to the Bride Chiller community, all will be fine. We won't have a go at you for asking asking a very simple question, you lunatics. But it is funny that one of the things that I've noticed, and it sort of goes back to high school a little bit, and I don't know what group you were in in high school. I was sort of podgy for a while, and uh, but I was always funny and a bit silly, and I think that helped me. And we moved around a lot when I was a kid, so I was quite confident in making friends. But I was never in the sexy 
well, sexy is probably not the right term for school. I was never in the attractive girls, you know, popular girls group. That was just never my scene. But now the irony is most of the popular girls work in Target or supermarkets. No disrespect if you work in Target or supermarkets. I just mean that they really relied on their looks a lot, but then didn't go anywhere. So I'm fine with that. I'm fine with never being a part of that group. Although it's interesting to see a lot of the girls, when I look at their you know, profiles and learn a little bit about them, that a lot of them do come from that sort of world. They're pretty and they seem to be quite clicky with their groups and they're taking behavior that I saw in high school as a girl that was not in the popular crew and sort of just moving it onto a forum. And that's not a new observation. Like that's forums have been around since the fucking late 90s. So it's not like it's I'm saying anything dynamic and crazy here, but I certainly see that there are a clicky group of people on some of these forums that support each other and will back each other up in the same way that you would have seen in Mean Girls, the movie. And you are, you know, if you try and come up against them in battle, they will shut that shit down pretty quickly. So I think it's really about, you know, figuring out how it works and whether you want to participate and whether they're the right places for you. I love a practical wedding, the website. And I love the comments. They don't have a forum, but they have amazing articles that I really respect the use of the topics and the tone that they put and then put into their blogs and then seeing the comments below and seeing really intelligent, thoughtful opinions that are placed. And they're not always agreeing with the the blog, the writer, and they're not always agreeing with the essayist or other commenters. But they've certainly got a different attitude and tone that you would see in a lot of these posts in these sort of mainstream forums. So from my point of view, I think, Bride Chillers, if you were going through situations where you were finding these places unpleasant to be, I think it's about choosing your audience and choosing where you choose to, choosing where you choose, good advice, choosing where you choose to hang out. So to bring it back to high school, if you weren't going to be in the clicky group, of the bitchy mean girls, uh, which I was never really able to infiltrate, nor did I really want to, then I hung out with my people and I got much more pleasure out of hanging out with them. So part of me thinks people that are trying to beat these girls on the forums and guys sometimes, I think it's like a waste of energy. It can be really exhausting and you're not going to get anything out of it because they're just going to come back and shut you down with a shitty meme. One thing I am finding interesting as well is the amount of vendors who I look and I don't want to name and shame, but there are a couple that I keep seeing pop up who are writing really mean and weird comments to other brides, but have their link, like their name of their business underneath their photo. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? This is a very weird business move. I mean, it's sort of like the people that said, oh, we're not going to sell wedding cakes to gay people. Uh, And I'm not saying... That saying something bitchy on a forum is, is the equivalent of being a homophobic asshole. But I am saying it's very strange to put your business name up there and then make quite derogatory comments to brides who could potentially be clients. I find that a very strange business move. But also, you know, if that's the way you want to roll, that is your decision. But it really, really surprised me. I did talk earlier about my uh, interest and participation in the Reddit forums. I really enjoyed hanging around there. They're not perfect either. Uh, There are, I think, in the main wedding forum, there are over 30,000 members. So, you know, 
you're going to get people from everywhere. Bridechilla Lauren wrote to me and said that uh, she posted on the art slash wedding planning subreddit. So if you're new to Reddit, it's a hard thing to get your head around. It's a massive forum where you can basically talk about anything you want from cars to windows. I just looked out the window and saw a window. That wasn't a great topic. Rich, what are some of the things on Reddit you can talk about? Space. Space. That's a good example. Programming. Programming, says the nerd over in the corner. Dogs. Computer games. Computer games. I mean, Reddit is an amazing place. It's a little overwhelming when you first visit it because there's so much stuff. And also, Redditors have their own way of doing things. TV shows. TV shows. Sport. Sport, thank you. Fashion. Fashion. Are you just listing topics? Yeah. Do you use Reddit, Rich? No. Why? I can't be bothered. Right. I'm just I'm just talking about wedding forum bullies. Yeah. He's been in the other room. He's just come to get a power pack. <laughs> I'm just saying I just played a little bit of safe space. Oh, yeah, good. Yeah. Because I am saying uh, that the idea is we choose to participate in these places, but we can't control other people being assholes. No. So I think you should shut it down. But I also think people are very unreasonable. Especially in the wedding industry, it should be a bit more upbeat. It's ridiculous. And not saying, you look fat in that dress. I literally read someone saying that today. People think you're cheap. Stop being so tacky. Unbelievable. They're not our bride chiller people, though. They are not. See you later. Bye. So Reddit is one of these places where definitely you can find very specific wants and needs are met. There's also great... Uh, you know, that it's also a great place to find new ideas and I've got lots of inspiration from Reddit. However, Lauren says she was posting on the subreddit, uh, which is basically a topic, a forum within Reddit. Uh, when I picked, she said, I, po- I post on the subreddit about when I picked and reserved our venue. It was at a gorgeous plantation-style house in Stafford, Virginia, I do believe Stafford is in Virginia. Uh, Look at me. Just really good with the geography. She said, I was so excited to be able to share with this community. And within minutes, I had a reply about how it was really insensitive of me to have my wedding at, quote, an old plantation house that probably had slaves. And that I should have considered how many African-American guests would be feeling about attending my wedding at this location. Someone even compared the idea to having my wedding at Auschwitz. Mm. I forgot to mention in my post, I guess, that the house was built there on a farmland and was not the original home. But should that really matter? It made me feel like total shit and I had to defend my choice to these strangers when just minutes before I was completely ecstatic. My other experiences with that sub have been just fine and the majority of the users are great. But damn, girl. Lauren, I feel for you because I feel like this is something that, like one of the other commenters had said on Wedding Wire, that people don't know you. They don't know your personal situation. They don't know anything. And I suppose that's also the risk of being able to put something out there and then have to take some of the responses. I agree with you. I think, I mean, I don't expect to hear two words. Sorry, I'm going to say it. No, people don't like this word. But uh, the word cunt, it's pretty harsh. Yet when I search that in the not wedding wire and the and the term cunty, which actually has been used quite a lot on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, very funny. But when I've been searching this stuff, it's quite aggressive and abusive. And you're like, that is a word that can be taken. It's pretty harsh. Uh, also, I think 
equating something to Auschwitz is that's full on man and you know I think if people would meet you in the street and if you were to say Lauren hey I'm getting married at this beautiful farm and it just happened to in the past be a plantation property I feel that most people to your face would not be saying oh it's like getting married in a concentration camp and your African-American friends will be deeply uh, worried or deeply hurt that you're doing this. I sort of feel that people are reasonable and that they know you and that certainly you're not getting married in a place that had a history, I don't know, a long time ago connected with slaves. I'm not getting into racial things here. I'm an Australian commenting about something of American history. This is by no means a political statement. I'm just saying that there are pretty unreasonable jumps that people make especially when they are anonymous or in a situation where they don't know you that perhaps you would ha- wouldn't f- have a problem with if they were to meet you face to face i think as a performer and this is something i don't know if i've talked about before but one of my first tv appearances in australia was around the same time that twitter first launched and uh, people like to live tweet tv as we know and this was on a show It's a nightly show. It's called The Project now. It used to be called The 7pm Project. And I did a report, uh, a live, you know, it was a a piece out of the studio. And then I came into the studio and did a chat. And it was really exciting. And I was so pumped. I was like, this is my first big TV moment. And um, later on, I went back and I read, such a stupid thing to do. I read the Twitter feed of that night and just some of the comments, and I know this has become like a funny thing now, like, you know, the mean tweet stuff that they do on um, on the, one of the late night shows, but it was one of those things to go, oh my God, people don't even know me. And I still, I'm not even going to repeat some of the things that people said, but they've stayed with me. And now I know not to ever check this shit. If I'm ever doing anything, it's a little bit out there, especially to do with TV and common idiots that potentially want to write mean things about people on Twitter. I just don't look at it anymore. But it's really hard when you are so personally connected with your wedding venue, like Lauren was, and she was stoked to have booked it. And it was a wonderful moment that was sort of shat on by some strangers. So my response, Lauren, is, and I'm so grateful that you sent that through, but in any situation, you know, you can't control the response of total strangers on forums and unfortunately you came across a group of people that decided that their responses were a good a good way to communicate their feelings about something they don't really know about and I suppose that's the risk we take when we participate in these communities. I said I'd mention some of the hot topics that have come up. The four main areas that I can see that shit stir are etiquette where Everyone seems to be an expert on etiquette and I have answered hundreds of questions about etiquette and I've had etiquette experts on the show and I think, to be honest, etiquette is a very dicey subject compared to, well, in comparison to other subjects because etiquette, the history of etiquette, well, I think can be quite hoity-toity, but also it depends where you grew up, what sort of, which area you live in which part of the social hierarchy that you're a part of. I know that as an Australian living in London, um, I had a very different upbringing to someone who grew up in Chelsea in London, who's very a bit more forward and bosh. And my sense and understanding of etiquette 
although I, it comes back to manners for me as well, is quite different to someone who grew up in a private school, privately educated UK situation. Again, people living in America have very different ideas. And that's what I find challenging sometimes about hosting this show is that I am sent questions from all over the world. And I really just try and give common sense answers to people that give you a bit more of a broad overview uh, of of a problem, especially when it comes to etiquette. But so quickly, if you mention something on one of these forums, so many people will bite your head off with saying, you're rude, you're not fancy, your guests will be disappointed, you don't understand etiquette. And it's like, well, I don't know if you got a degree in etiquette, forum posters, but uh, things change and uh, also etiquette evolves and I think traditions evolve and that's what I try and encourage on this show that you can see outside the box a little bit and do what makes you feel comfortable. If you use the word alternative, that seems to really shit people off. People don't like the word alternative. They don't like to say, go your own way, do your own thing, which is completely the opposite of what I encourage here on the show. Alcohol-free weddings seem to cause a lot of problems. Uh, cash bars, people hate them. It, it's just like the pressure points. And I sort of feel like we could all bandy together and create our own sub forum where we just talk about things that people hate on those forums and we could have quite a good time. I don't know if today's episode is one of those episodes that people are going to deeply disagree with me. I'm sure listeners to this podcast are participants in wedding forums. And I think it's great. As I said, I get a lot of inspiration from blogs comments, forums. People send me links all the time, which I adore. Please don't stop doing that. I'm just questioning why we've turned out this way, why people feel the need to rag on other people's things, especially when it's a day that's so personal to you. And going back to Lauren, just saying she was stoked about choosing that venue. And unfortunately, it didn't, you know, she posted it expecting people, I'm assuming to go, that's beautiful. Congratulations. Um, and they turned on her and that sucks. And I am not going back to the safe space stuff. I'm certainly not saying all comments have to be positive and saying, you're doing the right thing, rah, 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 and talking about unicorn, I don't know, happy snowflakes, whatever the fuck they like to say on those forums. I'm not saying everything has to be positive, but I think there's a way to treat each other with respect and dignity and to be supportive and not necessarily bring people down if they've got an opinion that differs from you. That's that's my main statement about today's episode. I hope it wasn't too ranty. I feel really passionate about women supporting each other and being being just not being abusive and being cocks, you know? And that's a good way to say it, feminism. Just don't be a cock. But I just feel like we can be a lot more we can have a group mentality a little bit more. And I don't mean we have to go around and be huggy huggy kissy kissy. But I also mean don't go on and shit over people's ideas. Just think about how you would react. I actually don't write anything online that I wouldn't say to someone's face. It's just my rule. If someone writes to me with a problem with the podcast, I always address it and, and thank them for their opinion. I don't have to agree with them. I don't have to, you know, retweet their shit and cause problems. I've just got better things to do with my life. And perhaps the best conclusion to this episode of the podcast is... If you are on a forum and you are not working, it's not working for you, we'll leave. And also, don't hang around in forums with people that you wouldn't hang around with in real life. I know there are so many people on Reddit already I've communicated with that I'm like, you seem like a great chick. You should come over to the Bride Chiller community in, you know, inject some of this great energy into our world as well because we love people like you. But 
there are people that write comments that I don't reply to because I'm just like, you are not my people. You are not, I don't really like your attitude, but I'm not going to invoke a response from you because it's not worth my time. I like to talk to my husband, play PlayStation, talk to you rather than answer back to fuckheads. There it is. Gosh, I haven't done an episode like this for a little while. It feels good to get it off my chest and also to support Bride Chillers and thank Bride Chillers that have sent me screen grabs and all these sort of things over the last couple of weeks. It feels really good to be able to discuss it and haters going to hate, 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 hate. I love you all and I'm so grateful that we are molding this wonderful community and I welcome all the new people that have been coming in droves to the Bride Chiller podcast. We must be doing something right if people are wanting to be a part of the community and encouraging other people to join and I'm grateful for that. And thank you for all the plugs on the forums as well. I do search Bride Chiller sometimes and see people going, hey, I found this podcast. It's great. And I'm very grateful for that. So until Monday's episode, thank you for listening. Thanks for being a part of our amazing community. Happy days. The Bride Chiller Podcast, busting wedding planning balls, one podcast at a time.